This is Dr. James Cruz, Medical Director of Wayne Memorial Community Health Centers with your Wayne Memorial Health System COVID-19 update for Monday, October 18th. So the U.S. has seen 586,000 new cases in the past week. That's down 14% from the week before. Deaths are down about 8% with a, about 11,000 new deaths in the past week. Many states previously hit hard with Delta are now seeing decreasing cases. However, we're not doing so well here. There are over 32,000 new cases in Pennsylvania in the past week. While many states are seeing decreasing numbers, Pennsylvania is one of six states that is actually seeing slightly increasing numbers. Wayne and Pike County had 302 new cases in the past week, which is one of the highest weekly case counts we've had during the entire pandemic. The last time we were this high was at the end of January. I am concerned that with a high number of cases that we're still seeing that things may actually get worse here before they get better, especially with the weather turning colder and people doing more activities inside. We are seeing a strain on the hospital system here. There are staffing shortages coupled with the high burden of COVID. Staff that were feeling like heroes early in the pandemic are now just feeling burnout and frustrated that the COVID patients just keep coming. The burden of COVID cases coupled with our normal illness and hospitalizations this time of year and the severity of advanced cancers and other medical conditions that were not addressed well early in the pandemic because patients were afraid to seek medical care, all of that is coming together to really put a strain on the system. Elective surgeries that might require an overnight stay in the hospital are being postponed. The emergency department is particularly overwhelmed. We would not be here now if more people had been vaccinated. In school-aged children, since the beginning of the school year, there have been 218 cases in Wayne County and 244 in Pike County. That's 90 new cases among school children in Wayne and Pike County in the past week. So transmission in the schools is definitely high. Kids are bringing COVID home from school to their higher-risk adults and unvaccinated family members who are getting sick, some of them seriously ill. And while kids usually don't get sick from COVID, we are seeing more sick kids and sicker kids than we did at any other point in the pandemic. So enforcing consistent and regular masking of your school children on the bus and at school is now more important than ever. Mask work and universal masking in schools, as well as vaccinating your children over the age of 12, is how we get out of this mess we're currently in. Hopefully, we will see cases drop, school transmission go down, and eventually be able to end the mask mandate in schools, but we can't do it now. Transmission's just too high. You know, last week I was talking to a previously healthy 30-something-year-old who was recovering from COVID. He was complaining he was still very fatigued and short of breath two weeks later and is struggling to go back to work. He said if he knew it was this bad, he would have gotten the vaccine. All I could think of was I tried to tell you. As far as vaccination, statewide, 75% of Pennsylvanians have received at least one dose and 59% are fully vaccinated. In Wayne County, about 50% of the population have received at least one dose and 51% are fully vaccinated. So that our 51% fully vaccinated is below the national average of 57%. Well, so last week, the FDA Advisory Committee reviewed data on Johnson & Johnson and Moderna vaccine boosters. So I'll talk about the Johnson & Johnson first. They voted unanimously to recommend boosters of Johnson & Johnson vaccine for everyone that had received it. The second dose should be given two to six months after the first dose. While one dose of Johnson & Johnson is still protective against hospitalizations and death, it has been much less effective than the two-dose Moderna or Pfizer options. 
So reviewing their data show that Johnson & Johnson without a booster showed about 75% effectiveness against severe or critical COVID and 89% against hospitalization and 83% against death. With a booster two months after, that increased to 100% effectiveness against severe or critical COVID, 75% effectiveness against moderate symptomatic COVID. You know, it looks like the two-dose regimen of Johnson & Johnson brings it near the effectiveness of the other two. Now, I will point out that it's not really that Johnson & Johnson is an inferior vaccine. It is a traditional vaccine that at one dose produces what would be considered good results for other vaccines. The problem is that the mRNA vaccines, which are newer technology, is much more effective than traditional vaccines, much more pr protective or more effective than any traditional vaccine ever produced. They set a new standard for vaccine effectiveness that kind of blew everything else out of the water. So it seems like Johnson & Johnson vaccines should have been dosed initially as a two-dose vaccine. They took a gamble because their one-dose data was good and they wanted to get it to market. You know, it was a time when there was really a crunch and not enough COVID vaccine out there. But this, you know, it is traditional vaccine technology. Most vaccines require boosters and, it, and it's very similar to other vaccines on the market. You know, I, I hear folks concerned that the mRNA vaccines are experimental. This is new technology, concerned about this. Well, the Johnson & Johnson is not experimental or, old, or new technology. It's actually the traditional vaccine technology. And they just brought it to market at unprecedented speed because of all the funding that was put into it. The, the Johnson & Johnson is a good alternative for people who are concerned about the new technology of mRNA vaccines. Also, the FDA advisory committee suggested that people receive Johnson & Johnson vaccine could be offered Pfizer or Moderna as a booster. There is data from a smaller study that actually mixing and matching a traditional vaccine such as Johnson & Johnson with an mRNA vaccine booster actually increases its effectiveness over repeating the booster with the Johnson & Johnson. However, these are small studies and the bulk of the data still supports boostering Johnson & Johnson with Johnson & Johnson. However, Johnson & Johnson has limited availability. So my opinion is it's fine to booster with Pfizer and Moderna if that's what's available. Also, the FDA advisory committee recommended boosters for Moderna. Now, that's particularly for folks that are over the age of 65 or at high risk for severe outcomes from COVID. And it's half the, the original dose. It looked like in their data that it was not as necessary to boost in Moderna as it was Pfizer, but they are still going to recommend boosters for Moderna. Now, this data still does have to go to the full FDA and the CDC, but they're both supposed to act on it this week. And so we should have final word about both the Johnson & Johnson and Moderna boosters by the end of this week and actually start our booster clinics for them next week. So to sign up for our booster, go to WMH.org. At the very top of the page is a banner for COVID vaccine. You can register for our clinics there. We will do, be doing Pfizer booster clinics every Wednesday. We'll be doing them in Honesdale every first, second, and fourth Wednesday of the month, and every third Wednesday of the month in Pike County at the Pike County Training Center. So this Wednesday is the third Wednesday, and we will be giving them out in Pike County. If you have trouble with 
scheduling boosters online, you can call our vaccine hotline at 570-253-8197. That number again is 570-253-8197. But remember, the J&J and Moderna boosters are not yet finally approved, so wait till next week to try to schedule your boosters for them. This is Dr. James Cruz, Medical Director of Wayne Memorial Community Health Centers with your Wayne Memorial Health System COVID-19 update for Monday, October 18th. Remember, you can hear this update anytime you'd like using the Radio Bowl podcast site. Go to RadioBowl.com slash COVID-19 to hear all of our updates anytime.